Chav Gimel. We have a very special shir today. Very special, very special uh, address that the that the Rebbe is going to be speaking about, and that is about the avoda we do when we're young and how it's mashpia on us when we're older. Mashpia on us in older age. Bottom of page Chav Gimel. Now the last thing the Rebbe was speaking to us about was how <clears throat> the, the, knowing the difference between right or wrong can only get you that far. That is not only applicable to the Avodah Hashem of, of in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, but those have ramifications to mamish much later in life. This, this Indian of realizing that knowing the difference between right and wrong, Boketov, is only getting you, is only getting you so far. So we're... The Rebbe is now going to, 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 to share a personal uh, astonishment that he has, bottom of page Chav Gimel, when he hears about certain things that older Hasidim were struggling with. He couldn't believe it. Look at this. Ukvar samru sa'arot roshi mishmu'a ra'a asher shamu oznai. How do you say that in English, Ali? The hair in the back of my neck stood straight up. <laughs> the hair in the back of my head stood straight up when I heard the following. <laughs> the quetching of, of elderly Hasidim. <coughs> what were they quetching about? Elderly Hasidim. And, and to help us, I want you to imagine what that, you know, right now just imagine some elder, an elderly Hasid with the following quetch. She'i'ev sha'lehem ata la'amod neget ha'avotehem. Basically, they're not standing a chance 
fighting the fighting the Yitzhara. It's an Edel Edelich Hasidim. They're saying that we have we have no ch- like. If I was younger and I was able to hold back from things, I'm older now. I can't hold back from the things that when I was younger I was able to hold back from. So the Hasidim, the Rebbe is saying, what? Yeah, what, 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 what kind of things? This is crazy. When they were younger, their avoda was just trying to find out what's right and wrong. Maybe they had some kind of a willpower to be just stick to only do what's right and not what's wrong, which is also a very gewaldige madrega that I hope we all <laughs> hold by. We're not knocking it, we're just explaining it that if that is where it ends then when you're older, it's not going to help you. That thing of knowing between difference between right and wrong is not going to help you when you're much older to, to, to refrain from doing bad. Again, when they were younger, their, their avoda was just in das of knowing the difference between right and wrong. But to them, that was enough. There was no avoda of activating Hisrak Shusalev towards the good path of life. So what happens when they're younger? How come they didn't how come they're doing Averas now that they didn't do when they were younger? <coughs> like how could it be that now they're doing they're able to do Averas that when they were younger they wouldn't do? How could it be such a Mitsias? You're tired. You're just tired. Mm-hmm. Right, you're just tired. So there's no Yisraksha Salev. There wasn't then, there wasn't now either. And these are Hasidim, right? So that's why he says, I heard this, and then I'm, I can't believe it. They didn't think that it could be, this is more about, this is more than just knowing this is the wrong thing to do. I have to activate excitement when I choose to refrain from something. That's a very deep thing. You know, when I, when I refrain from doing an Avera, get excited about it. Because somehow that excitement, that stays with you forever. And that you, can, you build with that at a much later stage in life, in the way that he's presenting it now, is that it's kind of like preventative. It's, like it's, it's, a, very, it's a very interesting dynamic. He's going to continue to develop this, but... When, when you do stop yourself, get excited about why you stopped yourself. When you went for a mitzvah, get excited why you did the mitzvah. He says, these older chassidim that are falling now, back then, rak they were just stopping themselves. That's all they did. That was their avoda. They just, they just was like, oh, I know, I shouldn't do this. Great. Now I'm 75, and again, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, ah, whatever. That's what it is. Okay? It's not Baba Mises. These are things, these are real things. These, these things actually do happen. I know it doesn't align with the imagery that we have in our, in our minds of like, you know, Nadali Chassid, you think he's busy with, with some of the taivas that, you know, you could just imagine? Yes. If it happened in the time of the PSS Nerebbe in the 1920s, it may still happen today, <laughs> 100 years later, right? No, it's also- similar. Is it similar to in the Beit Hamikdash that I, I think I learned that one of the Kohanim after eighty years of working in the Beit Hamikdash? Eighty well, years. Well, 
it could very well be. Meaning, if he did his avoda then, just on the das of, this is what I'm supposed to do, this is what I'm not supposed to do, you could come to the place that after 80 years, you could, yeah, it could be. I mean, I don't know, but it, it, definitely in the world of option, yeah. To our minds, it's crazy. If you're serving for 80 years in the base of English, you're going to come to a place of such an avera. It's possible. That's what the Rebbe is saying. It's possible. It's not... It's not definite, but it's possible. It, by the way, it's still possible to come to it after 80 years of doing it with the Slavos too. It's just less probable. Everything's possible, right? It's not, not, nothing is muftah, nothing's guaranteed. You sure? See, the assumption we're making is, is that when we sin or we do whatever, is that we're not in touch with our authentic selves. Because our mm-hmm. authentic selves just wants to, like, you know, give Gedusha. Right. So, uh, when we don't do an Avera, we're actually spending time with our authentic, self, our authentic selves. Getting excited about spending time with our authentic selves, I think this is something what he's talking about. Yeah. Like, I'm really spending time with the real who I am. And to really like revel in that and be happy that I have a chance to spend time with that authentic part of who I am, is, I, I, I think it's... That might be able. That might be strong enough some at, t- at certain times to like, help us stop doing certain things, mm-hmm. because that thing is like, oh. And that has a much long, la- longer lasting effect on uh, my yes. experience in this world. Yes. Much more, much more, infinitely more. Absolutely. Again, this is a, keeps on going back to this this concept of gilui hanefesh, gilui hanefesh. Your soul is revealed to you. That's an authentic experience with yourself when your soul is revealed to you. When you just don't do an Avera, your soul is not necessarily revealed to you, but you, you're definitely going to Ganeiden. But your soul is not revealed. Like you, you're, not ex- you're not enjoying time with yourself. Right. I had the chance to learn with Rabbi Avram Sutton, and he, there's, a whole, there's a whole school of thought in, in, in the, the, the Italian Kabbalist, 12th century, 13th century, about dreams. And one of the things I learned from him is that, like, you can mamish before you go to sleep, say, Shem, this is what I want to dream right. about. And yeah. there's a whole sheet about that. And at times, well, I, I try to do this often, and I say, tonight I want to dream about me, like, surrounded in light. I just want to dream about, you know, the holiest that I can be. You know, and spend time with that person, you know. In your dream or in your consciousness? Well, <laughs> both. Both, <laughs> right, right. Okay, so the, the, these chassidim that came to this problem, the Rebbe is saying, they never asked that. <laughs> they never knew that that's even possible. Maybe they didn't even, I don't know, maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but it wasn't activated, is what he's saying. It's interesting, he might be combining, like, Sormer, Sormer Rabba Seitov is one thing. Um, like, Sormer Rabba Seitov. As, as what? As stray from bad and do good, by straying... For bad, you're doing good. Like, if you connect both... And are you saying that's, that's the ideal? That's the... That's... I mean... But can I do that both... Two <coughs> but as one thing, Vasei Tov... But with... But you, oh, so you're saying Vasei Tov is activation of enthusiasm. Right. When you are Sumerah. When you are, are Sumerah. Yeah. A million percent. This... I think that's the definition. That's the Vasei Tov. Wow. I, I, I could have done that and I didn't right now. Not about, don't worry about gaiva, be about the simcha of, wow, this is, this is I'm, I'm really liking, you know, Rabbi David Zeller used to sing this beautiful song. Yeah, maybe you remember it. And now I'm realizing maybe it's about, maybe it's about us. It's like, he used to, it's gorgeous. 
Listen to this. It's a joy to get to know you. It's a joy to get to know you. And I really am liking to share in your world. So I kept, I always thought that meant like, me, you know, meeting someone, you know. But like, if I can do Sumira, it's a joy to get to know you, you know, in that moment. And I really am liking to share in your world. So beautiful. Yeah, so beautiful. Okay. Bottom line. There was no Asay Tov in the Sur Meirah. There was Sur Meirah. Again, beautiful. There's no Asay Tov. I like what you said, Avi. Uminit rak shotehema raot. Rak hit apku. And all they did was lit apek. They just like held back from a hisrakshus that was negative. Lachen, therefore, when they get older, okay, they're not in their twenties now. They're in their sixties or seventies. Veimahem gam koach hahit amtzut vahit apkut nechlash. Like we said, that koach of being able to refrain and holding back gets chalash. Right? You don't have that that ability to hold back anymore just because of physical strength. אז רק מין תאבותיהם אשר גם הם נחלשו במידה מרובה מחושת גופם, הם נחים. So the taivas that don't end up acting out, it's just because the body got tired. It's not because there was any avodas and nefesh involved. Hamevin Yavin. It's a very he goes, right, I'm going to leave you for an hour and I'll come back. He goes, okay. So he left. And uh, the maid came to clean the house. Shamash took a few hours, uh, longer than he was supposed to. When he came back, he found the Rebbe standing outside of his house in the freezing snow cold. He goes, Rebbe, what are you doing, you know, standing outside here? So he goes, no, the lady's inside cleaning, you know, and want to be in, uh, alone with her. He's like, Rebbe, you're, you're, you're an old man. But my Yitzhahar is very young. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Very, very deep. <laughs> you would think it'd be the opposite. I mean, you'd think the younger person would have less restraints. Would have, the younger would have the less? The younger person would have less restraint than the older person. Because of the power of the taiva? Yeah. Because the lust? Less, less practice, restraining, less, you know, just, just mm. why not? You know, you're young, go for it, you know. I, I mean, mm. it, it, this, this is, I'm going to look at this some more, because this is really... This seems upside down for you a little bit. It seems upside down, but I mean, it, it's just me. It's Maybe the peer pressure at that age. Yacholiot. Yacholiot, nachon. That is the system. I don't know, that's that's Arachim, it's interesting. The way that he's saying it is kind of a... Uh, the way. Meaning when I'm younger, what, how am I able to hold back from falling into Averas? What, what, as opposed to when I'm older, I, I, uh, like, in, and when I'm older, I'm just like, ah, right? I'm just like, ah, and the koach, right? So when I'm younger, I'm like, okay, it's hard of a, of a, yesh li koach. Yesh li koach, you know? But you're saying when you're younger, you're also like, yesh li gam koach lachto. You know, I'll tell you, remember this void? Right. I'm still going to be alive, right? Right. When you're older, you're like, I'm alive forever. So not so sure if I'm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think I shared with you there was a void when I when I would go to the 
college campuses. So on Friday, I remember the last time I did this was in, was in um, NYU. There's a great Chabad Rav there. What's his name? Rav, uh, oh, he's so good. He's so good. What's his name? He was like Matis' uh, first Rabbi Korn, Shmuel Korn. Manuel, you've heard of him? You've heard of him? He is, he is Zusha, the, those boys, were, that's where I, we would hang out. It was amazing. So we one Friday night, did a tish there on a Friday night in Shabbos. I think it was around this time. And I said over the Torah of, of Rib Shlomo about Yosef HaTzadik. And that's the Torah of um, that it, he was able to not sin with Aisha's Potiphar. Why? Because the famous word was, what was the Lushan there? Um... That it says, Rashi says, how was he able to restrain himself? Refrain? Aviv. So everyone assumes that means he saw an image of Yaakov Avinu through the window, and then he was like, Are you kidding me? I come from such a Zerakaidish, right? So the word we learned was, it doesn't say the word of Yaakov in the Rashi, it just says, Aviv. Reb Shlomo said, He saw himself as a father, that one day he was going to be a father, and he almost like borrowed time from the future, saying, I'm going, to, I'm going to bring children into the world one day. How in the world could I go and do this? Like, it's, sometimes it's not enough to just like hold from where I, where I came from. I have to hold from where I'm going to be, right? So sometimes the void got me in trouble because there were some kids that said, you know, when I, if I would see an image of my father right before I had a chance to do an Avera, I'd probably go for it for the Avera like a million times stronger. Wow. That's why that word from Rip Shlomo is, like, is a savior because hopefully when you have an image of yourself as a father, that doesn't bring about the let's now go and do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Basically, I would, always end the, I would always end the tishes with that story on Friday night right before they'd go out and party. I'm like, okay, guys. <laughs> Have a great rest of your Leil Shabbos, you know. <laughs> they hated that. Okay. Third line. Umeotan shelon yichleshu imahem b'midah merubah. But the ones that when they got older, their taiva didn't get weaker. Hem sovlim. V'kimat shekashelehem l'amod negdan. These are older chassidim. Everything else got worn out besides one thing, the flame of the lust. It's not necessarily so that by every single person, the older you get, that the taiva also gets weak. It's not like that. You would think it is because the way the body, the anatomy of just normal physiology would, would attest to everything becomes more weak. You think, Labdafkanachon. You see what he says in Yiddish? Nervin. <laughs> Nerves. There are people that they're... There are people that have a certain taiva for certain specific things. Eating junk, which you see this by a lot of older people. They get very tired in a lot of different areas, but the candy, the chocolates, the... The things that are, you would think that they would, you know, became less of a taiva, they, it sticks with them at a later age. I don't know if any of you see this with your fathers. It's a very interesting thing. Or heavy drinking. That's not a taiva that gets weaker, the young, you know, the older you get. That's not necessarily a taiva that the older you get, 
the older your body gets, the, the more this taiva gets weaker. Ogam la taiva hara'a ha'ayuma rachmana l'tzlam. Or the taiva, the, you know, the awful taiva rachmana l'tzlam of Shmir Sabris. It's not necessarily that I get older by each person than that taiva gets, gets weaker too. It's not necessarily so. Maybe it's different, but it's still there. Od mosifim lidgare b'chulshat aguf. This continues to come in lehitgarot, to instigate a weak body, even when the person becomes older. Kechol chalash ha'atzavim ha'midgare al nekela ve'az ta'avato zo o she'ifa zo midgarabo. So the nerves that would normally weaken it is not. It's weakening the body. It's not weakening the passionate lust. And that, that makes a person with sugar. That makes, when, when a person looks at himself at the age of 75 and he realizes he has a taiva, and problems with Shmir Sabris, like a 19-year-old kid, it can make him crazy. It can, and this is maybe one of the, one of the kvetching that, that the Rebbe heard, that he said in the beginning, I heard that people are still struggling with this, Hasidim are still struggling with this, and the hair in the back of my, in the back of my head stood up. This person is living a bitter, bitter life. The Rebbe is not saying here how bad these people are. The Rebbe is saying it's possible. How could it be possible that a person that's learning Torah Sabal Shemto for 50 years still has these inyanim? It's very simple. They learn the Torah the Baal Shemtov like they learn Hilchus Kashrus. Meaning what? What can I eat? What can't I eat? Now you have to dance. Now you don't dance. Same thing. It's the same. It's not. There was no activation of Pnei Yisalev or the Nefesh while they were learning. There was no Asetov during Sur Merah. There was no Simcha of over the ability to refrain from something. They refrained when they were younger. When they were younger, they weren't doing these things. But they just knew this is what you don't do. Hala. There was no Simcha about it. So if, you're, if there's no hislavus about it, if there's no hisrakshus over the sur when you're younger, good luck when you're older. You, you think the, that these things just die out because you get become older? That's what the Rebbe is saying over here. That's pretty freaky. You know, it's like pretty, I mean, it's, it's real, it's pretty strange, but that's, that's, what, he's, that, that's what he's describing, the Metzius. Yeah, we have Avram Avinu. Uh, I learned that he and Sarah, they... And she made them wait so long because their sexual desires also faded. And that they had Yitzchak in absolute purity without mm. anything. They did it only to have Yitzchak because they were so old, 190, right? right? That t- so that, how do we put that into play? Because it's Avram Avinu. Well, I mean, that's, that's the easiest way. That's the easiest way to say, well, he was Avram Avinu, you know. But I would still want to relate to Avram Avinu, you know. And he did go on to father a lot of other children. Yeah. Too. <laughs> and it's crazy. Like, how old was he when he had all those Bnei Apilakshim? How old was Avram Avinu when he died? 147. So I'm saying... 130, He was, yeah. It's funny. Sarah Imenu, the Midrash says that she... Why did she laugh? Why did she laugh about having children? Because she said, no, my husband's so old. He's old. Right. I'm a 25-year-old, no, I'm a young, right? No, she, she was 89, I'm 90, right? He, is, right? It's, it's interesting. Yeholiot, but I, 
It's just an example it's of the show. Avril, that yeah. he, hit the, he hit an old age and it, it didn't follow with him like we're talking about. Where Maybe that it, because, he's, because it is possible. Listen, he also only started really engaging in one-on-one conversation, as far as we know, with Hashem at the age of 75. So really he was 15 on a certain level when this was happening, or 25. Like, could be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could be. Not, the language here is also not, that it's not everybody. He said there are certain types of people. There are certain... He's just saying it's possible. It's like this exists. Why is it scary Torah in that? Yeah. You might think, everyone sitting in this room, hey, I'm so lucky, I get all the Torahs of the Baal Shem and, and, and Reb Nachman and, and, and Reb Shlomo, and we're singing and like, okay, like, you know, we got this. We got some good years coming our way. Like, you know, six, no. If you're not working on these things now, in your 30s, 40s, 50s, you're, you could end up like this. And yeah. it's not a pretty yeah. life. And, and you're going, how, how this happened? I moved to Israel. I, I've been hanging around Davni. How could this happen? That's how it can happen, because yeah. you don't have any life to it. Yeah. And you can become dead. Bit, even bitter. He says, Ma- bitter, yeah. what was the word he used here? It's a is like you, you, you have you have great grandchildren that are sitting there with pace. Also, because when yeah. you're older, you you have much more time on your hands. Mm-hmm. You're younger, you're chasing after kids, raising kids, working. But when you're older, yeah. you have a lot of free time, and then. Nachon. Nachon. No, free time doesn't end well. <laughs> not when you're young. Not when you're older. Exactly. Not when you're young, not when you're older. That's why a, 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 an evening kolel here will be probably one of the first things <laughs> we make sure happens in our in our base measures because when you have time, yeah. So it's it's going to start around midnight till about. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have we'll have mishmarot. But I, I just want to share. share yeah. It's a, when I first started getting into business, and uh, Brian Tracy, one of the coaches ever existed in the world. Anyway, he talks about the victory dance. The victory dance is that when you do something that's hard for you, that like you dance, you know. He says, look at, you know, in the NFL, when they do a victory dance. Yeah. So, so I was just thinking is that, is that like if, if, if we have the capacity to like, yeah. like we need to do a victory dance. Yeah. And when I say a victory dance, I'm Literally, not, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not supposed to be putting on the music and dancing, right. <laughs> you know. And like we just like what we do, we sort of like say, ah. Whatever. Whatever. I should have done that. You should have done that. Right. Instead of like, you know... Don't, don't get too excited. We even say that. Don't get too excited. Right. No. Mama's get excited. Yeah. You, know, you know the NBA victory dance? In the NFL, it really is a, a victory dance. They, yeah. they, they do. Yeah. It's sick. The guy... The, the guy in, in, in NBA, a guy does something that's really hard for him in the last 10 years. You know what, you know what, the, you know what they do? <laughs> they flex. Mm-hmm. I can't believe... It's like... But we're also like Satan, like you don't want to poke the bear. Like the other side is very strong. We don't want to like before Rosh Hashanah. Why don't we pull the shofar? So like, let's 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 define what the victory dance would be based on this. What's the victory dance on a level that I'm where I'm cautious of what you just brought up? That it's not me. It's I'm just connecting to Hashem. Wow! 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 Hashem! Wow! Wow! What a shutzfus! Wow! What a partnership! Right! Right! No, but what a partnership! Wow! It re- it's real. You really, you, it's amazing. Not, this is the exact opposite of, you know, wow, what a partnership, or wow, it's all you. Yossi, he, he basically says in the next paragraph what you just said. David Aaron, what you just alluded to. Maybe it's a small, small percentage 
of Hasidim that fall into this, like, you know, array of, of darkness. Mikol makom, mi ya'arov, lekol echad me'itanu, shu lo yeh me'otam anoflim. Who's going to guarantee? Who's going to take a guarantee that, we're, that you're not going to be amongst that very small percentage of those that end up falling? Kasher yavo be'yamav, leziknato yitkarev, when you get older. Who's the guarantor? There is no guarantor. If you're hearing these words, freak out a little bit. Cry over this. This is, this is important stuff to be aware of. Our purpose and our passion Have you ever heard of that word, hemya? Yeah. Also in, the, in Rav Cook's words, it's... Uh, Yishmeu kol, what's the hell that look we did in the song Meshora Chuva? Yishmeu kol dak elev, yazinu kol arle ruach lehemiat nevalecha. Hemia means like an orchestra. So he's saying over here, what we're trying to do is to lachnia the orchestra of our yetzer. Bechol etu bechol sha'a yoter veyoter. It's a loud, a lot of pieces, trombones, fiddles, shakers, fiddle. Like, there's a lot, a lot of rash. Every, every, every moment we're living, we're trying to, to make that rash of that orchestra lower. Take away one piece of the orchestra, one more fiddle, one more horn, one more drum. <coughs> remove it. Remove it from the orchestra. More and more, letaheu lekadesh otano, to purify and sanctify us. That we can look at our lives and say, this year was holier. This year was purer, but not just year. This day was holier. This day was more pure. And we're going to see on the Erev Shabbos Chavura, that we have to go from Shabbos to Shabbos saying, wow, last Shabbos was so much purer and holier than the previous Shabbos. And I'm adding from Shabbos to Shabbos because all those other sounds I'm, I'm muting somehow every day. Until I feel that I'm kind of like not here anymore. Not, not in like I'm floating. But this world and its sheker does not have me shackled anymore. I'm, I'm living one step above it. And with the sweetness of the flame of the holiness, you will become consumed and one like the candle when it becomes one with the, you know, like the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya, but the, with the flame of the torch. Like you, you can't tell anymore where, where, where one starts and, you know, it, you're already in it. You're already in the program. Like, it's zero. So it's not anymore like, I'm not sure I'm signed up. I'm, nah, you're in it. You're in it already. You're in. If it's possible that as we approach our elderly years, it's still possible to, God forbid, add, you know, you know what refesh means, right? Yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. rishpe-ish. Oh, Refesh is like feces. It's like oh. you could add such schmutz mm-hmm. upon schmutz onto the already existing pollution 
גוונו אבדנו ולנצח אבדנו בשאור חס ושלום ניפול ושם עד עולם נישאר. If this is possible to keep on adding on tumults of שמוץ, when we're older, he ends up saying, רחם נא השם ושומרינו כאן. God have mercy. That's basically what he's saying. My Lord have mercy. צריכים להסתכל על החיים כמו שצריך. הווי אומר, bottom paragraph, this means, אי אפשר לעבוד את השם מבלי לקדש את עצמותו. התרגשותיו. Don't call yourself an עבד השם. If you're not, I like what you're saying, if you're not doing a little bit of a victory dance in a holy, humble way, while you're refraining from doing bad things. He's, he's, it's, it's a very harif statement. I can't believe, like, the, like we said last time, it's pella that no one really burnt the safer, as far as I know, besides the Yemach, I'm talking about Yidin. It's a pella they didn't burn this. Why? Because he just said, you do not refer to yourself as an Eved Hashem. If part of your Eved Hashem does not include Hislavos, it can't be. Why? You'll end up 65 Rav Amar, that you have a taiva that you can't control, that you were the same taiva that maybe when you were 25 you were able to control, you're 69 and you're still suffering from it and now you're succumbing to it. So when you're younger, and by the way, don't, you guys all look like you're sitting shiva. It's all, Baruch Hashem, this has to give us chiyas, it should shake us up, but it has to give us chiyas, this kind of learning. So he says over here, again, הווי אומר, אי אפשר לעבוד את השם מבלי לקדש את עצמותו, התרגשותיו, ומבלי להיות גם איש מתרגש מקדושה. קדושה has to tickle your fancy. קדושה has to... Holiness, moments of holiness, have to get you excited. This is the goal in עבודת השם. Being in the presence of holiness and not feeling anything. My brother told me, he went to see a... On Friday night, he went with um, a, f- a friend he was staying by in Yerushalayim, Rav Motel Zilber. Have you heard of him? Rav Motel Zilber is a... Manuel, you've heard of him. No? He's a... Lom, huh? You've seen him? I never saw him. I would love to see him. He lives in Bar- Borough Park, right? But he was, he's here. He's here now. So the, it's not a tish, because there's no divrei Torah. It's basically rikudim and nigunim the whole night, Friday night. If you walk into a place like that and you say, ah, that's not my thing, he would say, I'm not sure if we can call you an Eved Hashem. You have to meet Ragesh from Kedusha. If we go to Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter and you walk in, you're like, whatever, mashu chaser. Bemet, it's a scary thing. It's a scary thing. But not just that. If you walk around Eretz Yisrael and you're not meeting Ragesh from the fact that you're walking around Eretz Yisrael, in my humble opinion, zegam ken baya. Zegam Just walking here, we're sitting in Eretz HaKodesh. I was just going to say, we're in the presence of Hashem every second. Every second. Are you mitragesh from it? Are you mitragesh? Are you mitragesh from it? It has to be, he says. Ki ha'itrakshut hi kol ha'adam. He's saying this excitement, this passionate awareness is man. This is what makes you you. And it says here, Moshachto lemizrach v'nischav achareha. It schleps you to the, uh, to the, Mizrach is west, right? East. It schleps you to the, to the east, and you follow it there, this Yitrach Shut. Lemairav, letzofon, uledoram, v'u achareha. 
your hitlavut is what is what you follow. When you're passionate about something, it's where you follow. Now that's not always good, right? But it is the definition of man. Because then he says, "Ela tehom," <laughs> your passion can lead you till the tehom. That's the abyss, right? and you're following it. And it also can take you up to the heavens and you go after it. The Rebbe is not saying that discovering that you could be excited is the end game. But that's the act. He's saying it's the game. Because being passionate about the wrong things takes you to the abyss of evil. So we know people that say, since I know that my passion has led me to very dark places, we've spoken about this. What's the maskan of a person that says that? And he wants to be, not holy, he just wants to be kosher. Suppress your passion. Don't give me highs, don't give me lows. Don't give me highs, don't give me lows. Smooth sailing, as if it's a, as if Olamazah actually affords, you know, offers that. It's an illusion. The whole avoda is, since I'm drawn after my slavos, I have to, make, I have to get excited, I have to, sanctify moments, I have to take note of moments where my hitlavut is in the right place. Without that, the Rebbe is saying, careful of your elderly years. Now, I've seen this, I'm sure, I don't know, I think everyone has seen parts of this by older people. When I was 18 till I was 20, I worked in Cedar sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles as the assistant chaplain. It was under a, 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 someone who I could cry just thinking about him. His name was Rabbi Levi Meir, Elav He's the brother of the principal in Frisch who went by Meyer. If, if any of you went to Frisch, Rabbi Meyer. Did any of you go to Frisch? Do you know Rabbi Meyer? His brother, Rabbi Levi Meir. And I, my job was to visit the newly admitted Jewish patients in the mornings when I was working. It was like just three hours a day, like 10.30 to 1.30, Mashkazen. It was a chaplaincy. The Rav was, he was there and there was also a, a there, was a, there was a priest that I was working with that when I went to go visit him in one of my trips, he wasn't there anymore. And it's not because he retired. Yeah. <laughs> okay? Phew. That was a whole trip. <laughs> L.A. Mamish. That was a whole, wow. Anywho. Sorry. Mamish, I couldn't believe this. Anyway, the, why am I remembering this now? Because I think that the most painful visits that if I remember now that I had with people, <coughs> I remember even faces, it wasn't Dafka because people were in the hospital. It was people that were at an old age and they were so disgusted with themselves. Those were the conversations that I remember, one in, one in particular. An 80-year-old guy who was mamish. He was, his children hated him. He didn't even know if he, I don't even think he knew his grandchildren. And he still was running after women, Yomam Balayla. And you could tell he hated himself. He hated himself. Um, but other stuff too, like just other, other stories of people at an elderly age where you think there's no way in the world that you're actually still battling this Indian. Ha. Forget those guys. The Rebbe is saying it can even happen. <clears throat> To a person that goes to the Rebbe's Tish every Friday night his whole life. And, and you're, you'll see, Mamash, you're, you are on the money over here. It can happen to someone that goes to Shirat David and dances every Friday night. And you know why he dances? Because that's what they do in Shirat David. 
it doesn't necessarily mean there's an activation of Islavos. So we should have a, we should take this, we'll stop here, we'll, we should take this in, breathe a little bit deeper with the Rebbe's words here, and we'll continue with Hashem Wednesday morning. Shkoyach, everyone. Shkoyach.